What's up, After Buzz TV? You're back at your favorite after show, The Crossing After Show. That's right, because we bring the fire, we bring the heat, we bring the water spills, we got everything you need, including your top three topics for tonight, which are Jude versus Craig and hashtag TBT, Dr. Sos is sick, and PhoneGate 2018. There's a lot to get to. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yep, <laughs> this one goes out to Dr. Sophs. Poor girl. Bam! And the computer's back in action this week, folks. Don't worry, I know some of you were concerned. A little drop of water can't break me. And it can't break any of the people on this show either because they're still alive after living in the ocean for God knows how true. long. My name is Lauren LaGrasso, and I am one of your hosts for this evening, along with my fave Midwestern gal. Hi, guys. I'm Krista. Krista and I just found out we're both from the Midwest, and Midwesterners yes. notoriously love each other deeply. Mm-hmm. We bonded. We did bond. It, yeah. And we've bonded with you quite a bit. Thank you so much for interacting with us throughout the week. We're so glad to be back with you. And we're excited to talk about this week's episode. Yes, we are. So without further ado, let's just jump on into our first topic, which is Jude versus Craig and hashtag TBT. So we had a lot of flashbacks with Jude this week. Um, What were your impressions of his storyline overall? Um... I mean, I'm glad, I guess, we found out more of why he left Oakland, Mm -hmm. which we had an idea, but now we got more of, like, his family dynamic and what all happened with that and why Amy and the son Oliver hadn't moved here yet. So I'm glad that we finally got some of that info out of the way so we can know a little more about Jude and why he is the way he is, Mr. Curious. Yep. But also, he seems to keep ending up in these very interesting situations. He's trouble. Yeah. Taylor Swift could have smiled back coming in. He's a curious man. Knew you were trouble when you walked in. Jude. He also loves pills. So Yeah, he's a pill (laughs) popper, apparently. Apparently now he's clean, or at Mm -hmm. least we'd expect that, because he doesn't look like he's in dry heaves all the time. No. But we started out with the flashback to Jude's former life, and it was basically showing the incident, which was the inciting incident that made him leave town. Yeah. And his friend got murdered ruthlessly, and then he tried to get involved in this case. I was trying to follow the story, but it got a little weird for me at times. So we'll just go through the whole Jude story as told by my notes that I took <laughs> on the show. So Jude meets up with an old bud and asks for him for help. This is in current day. There's so many timelines going on, my brain feels like it's going to melt out of my yes. ear. So Jude meets with, up with an old bud and asks for help in current day, 2018. And he wants to get help uh, to figure out what's going on with this Craig guy. He's still concerned about... Agent Wren, since we haven't heard from her, which also that's another thing. I know, you know, come on. I miss her. Um, and then we flash back again, find out he's a pill popper. Um, oh, Jude sees his ex-wife. She says she told him to be careful. Um, and then he spends some time with the family in a really nice house. Um, this is in current day I again. I like how you added really nice house. It was really it was nice. Really I'm like, nice what house. kind of budget are we working on? Because this doesn't look normal. Yeah. No, I agree. I just like what that does you the wife the do? I, that is a very good question. It was beautiful. It was right on the water. I would gladly do an Airbnb mm. there. <laughs> Agreed. So if they're renting, just call me. Let us know. Just send us a tweet. 
<laughs> tweet us. Tweet us anytime. So she, he sees the house. He sees what's going on. He's starting to get a suspicion that maybe they're not moving. Yeah. And he confronts her on and he's like, yo, what was her name? Um, <laughs> Amy. Amy. I was going to call her <laughs> Anne. Yo, Anne, Amy. Listen, what's going on here? I thought you and my son were going to come and live with me in my new town and start a new life. The reason why I moved was so that we could all start over. She's like, together. I got a new lover, buddy. Ooh, knife to the heart. Knife to the heart. Mm. Ouch. Yeah. Jude is in pain. Because who knows, maybe he still has feelings for this woman. But beyond that, he wants to be with his son. Yeah. So I feel like that was a moment where Jude really said, okay, my whole reason of being is my family. So if I can't be with my family all the time, then I'm going to double down and really commit to this case. Which it's, you can totally tell, too, because the whole reason they split up and he left in the first place is because he couldn't let go of the first case and mm-hmm. take trying to take them down. And then even when she tells him this, he can't even mourn it too long because he has, has to, to get continue right back on to, it. to what he's working on. So he's just like constantly moving. He's like, oh, that sucks. But, you know, I still got to work. Right. And soon oh. after we see that scene, we see a flashback, another one, to Jude coming home late at night and be like, hey, what's up, baby? And he's obviously <laughs> stoned and um, on pills. Stoned on pills? Can you get stoned on pills? Okay, high on pills. (laughs) And she said that you're a threat. And you're a threat to this family. That's the real threat. Um, There was also a scene where he was... This might have been the same scene, actually, where he's getting interrogated by a guy who talks about casserole. (laughs) Some mob guy threatening them with a casserole. Yeah. And it it was connected to his buddy who had gotten killed. But it was interesting, yes. Yes, it it was still interesting. Um, so then we're back in present day again, and Jude entered this weird building. He was trying to get a lead on Craig, but he had, like, this strange feeling. Some deja vu some was PTSD, going on, yeah. PTSD. So he decided to leave. Then there was another flashback to him losing the case and then losing it. Yeah. And then it flashed back to present day, 2018, and a friend, that same friend from before, met him in the diner to tell him about Craig. Yes. So then we're, we're left with that. And finally we get to Craig and Jude meeting. So Jude and Craig, uh, Jude and his bro pull over Craig. And they, um, they just basically unfairly arrest him. But it's obviously to yeah. get him in, to question him. They're antagonizing him. They're I like, know, oh, Jude's we know you're sly. from the future. I was like, yeah. sneaky Jude. Mm-hmm. Way to pull a fast one on Craig. Yeah. I enjoyed that scene a lot. Yeah, it was interesting. It's a, There's a strong prejudice in that town against people who aren't from their time. Yeah. Yeah. They'll pull them <laughs> over for anything. Not right. You know, shaved off serial numbers. Yep. Car smells like alcohol. Driving whatever. while from the future. <laughs> so that was interesting. I, the, the, the throwbacks, the, the flashbacks really didn't work for me. I felt that they were confusing and that they took me out of it. Okay. Um, I was appreciative to get more information, but I wish it would have been more in one block versus like... Because even saying. when we were just recapping it, I was like, whoa, we're all over the place. I wish it had been more in one block so that I could have conceptualized what things were happening Like if they put when. everything, his flashback in the beginning and then went to present day. And right. I see what you're saying, yeah. Right, versus more, it being more like... More cohesive. 
past, present day, past, present day. We've got so many storylines yeah. to, to be accountable for as it is. It was a little tough for me to comprehend. With that being said, the information we got was helpful and did help explain a lot of things that are going on now. So how did you feel about it? No, I, I agree with what you said. I did definitely like that we finally got his backstory and mm-hmm. we've learned more about him because of it. Um, but yeah, I guess it more cohesively put together would have been easier mm-hmm. to just follow timeline-wise, but I liked the information that we got, so at the end of the day, I'll take it. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So one person saying, I have a bad feeling about Jude's lawyer friend. He sent him to the building after all. Did you get any creepy feelings from that friend of his? No, not me personally, but from his past and everything that happened, and he sees the camera, and I get why he left, but it was just, yeah, I guess deja vu, man. But mm. for me, I was like, what? go check it out. <laughs> but yeah, I could see why he left. Definitely. No, it's always good to trust your gut in any of those situations. Yeah. It's a little frightful. Whenever you walk into a room or, like, you have that, like, strange energy, you really have to trust it. And I'm sure that's especially true as a cop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some people in the chat said they they really liked Reese's flashbacks. Did you like how those were set up better, do you think? Because I feel like those yes. were spread out, but they... You mean heard... the ones from past episodes? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I felt like they handled flashbacks really well. This episode... Because they, like, they coincided with her daughter and their storyline right. primarily without, like, switching to other people. So, and there weren't yeah. so many back and forth moments. I was actually having trouble at times telling... At first, before I got into heavy dialogue with them, what was present day and what was in the past. Yeah. So, yes, I I do agree that the show generally does a really good job with either flashbacks or flash forwards. Just with Jude, it was a little confusing because there were so many. I felt like they were just ping-ponging back and forth the whole time. I agree. So, but you know something that does a ping-pong back and forth? Conversations (laughs) with Maria Menounos. That's right. Do you want to have fun Learn and grow in all areas of your life. I do. Okay, girl. Well, if you do, uh, we've got the podcast for you. It's Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition, and it's hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. And I mean all aspects of life. You get everything from beauty tips... Last week, they were doing a segment on how to make it in Hollywood. So if any of you out there are hopeful entertainers, it's great. They have even, like, doctors who come on who tell you the best anti-cancer diets and really, really great stuff. A lot of takeaway. So from health and wellness to relationships, finances, and more, let Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. So just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos. For free, like all podcasts, it is free. So be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know it was us that sent you there. The Crossing After Show. Your favorite after show. Check out Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition. Check it out. Do it. Yes. And it's free, like she said. Mm -hmm. So no reason not to. No reason not to. Do it now. (laughs) And our next topic, which is a a somber one. Someone in... The chat said a good way to tell between the flashbacks and present is the flashbacks were very in color. I should have paid attention to that. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I could see what I you're saying. They're, that, yeah. they're like more saturated. Mm-hmm. That's right. Interesting. See, there you go. I wonder why they made that choice. If anyone has any ideas, feel free to put it in the chat. Because yeah. usually you would think that flashing back to the past would be more grayscale. Yeah. 
I wonder but what I guess kind of oh, like yeah. what that was trying to show off. I was going to say off. if we're flashing into the future, I get it. Flashing into the yeah. future makes sense. It would be more saturated. Flashing into the past, usually it would be more grayscale, mm-hmm. blurred. You know that At least kind of they thing. They varied it for us. I get. Yeah, they like to keep it, <laughs> keep it popping, keep it sophisticated and varied. So our next topic is Doctor Sophs is sick. Oh, yeah, it's very sad. So we start out with a conversation between Doctor Sophie and. Um, the dark-haired woman, her, it's Caleb's wife. Uh, Rebecca. Rebecca. And she tells Rebecca that Leia is still alive. Obviously, Rebecca's like, uh, nobody survives yeah. mental disease. She's what onto it. What did you it. do? Yeah. There's a few people who are onto it, but Rebecca is savvy. But there's really nothing she can do about it. She just knows that something's she just brewing. She Sophie. Yeah. She's like, are you talking to her? Don't trust her. She can't be trusted. Apex cannot Apex be trusted. can't be trusted. Which I'm still wondering if that's actually true. I think, yeah, maybe for the future Apex. But for, I mean, at this point, I trust, I like Reese. I think she's there, especially from the flashbacks we've seen. She, you know, strayed from Apex. She took a few of them out just to, like, save her daughter. So I don't know. I think she personally is one of the good ones. And I think she's not the Apex they're all worried about and that they think she is. Because everyone that's here right now and from the first migration they're super worried about her but mm-hmm. i mean it's not like you can sit down and have a chat with her because she's on the run but right i trust her i don't think she's yeah i the feel others, like anyone yeah. who is a mother <clears throat> to a human child yeah. has to have some good in them and has to have some compassion and the way she dealt with um with jude's son just showed a lot about how she is inside she could have very easily held him hostage and scared him but she decided to play it safe, pretend like she was his friend, yeah, and take him fishing. Yeah, exactly. There's, yeah. So she's I mean, listen, she makes one. some questionable moral choices. She beats up anyone who gets in her she's way. A badass. But guess so what? A lot of people who are human do that too. So yeah. So future Apex, not okay. But yeah, she coming here now. She's I cool. mean, I would prefer no human beating <laughs> up. But listen, she's got to do what she's got to do. I am wondering, do they need to eat because she? Do they need to eat? Do they need to sleep? Do they take shelter? Because eat? where is she staying? No, we haven't seen her eat, I don't think. At the beginning, when they had taken her, the dredging boat had taken her back, they mm-hmm. were all eating, but I don't know if we physically saw her eating. I feel like she's just always been in combat <laughs> mode. Do they, yeah, so they need to eat. Do they need to drink? Do they need to sleep? Um, and where is she staying? Yeah, she's just jumping around from place. She was staying with Jude for a minute. What? Yeah. And then she was in that warehouse. That's true. <laughs> Where? How is she getting around? Is she getting around by foot or is she just hot wiring cars, cars wherever she goes? So many questions. We need a camera just on Reese. Reese Cam. Now that our our buddy uh, Luke the Lurker seems to be donezo, yeah. we need the Reese Cam. Yeah, that's, we should change it to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after that conversation happens <clears throat> between Dr. Sophie and Rebecca... Reese and Sophie connect, and they make a plan to hand off Leia. So it seems like they're going to get together, mm-hmm. all will be well, and they're... So obviously she took no advice from Rebecca. She's like, she's got magic blood, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> magic blood. <laughs> so Reese then takes it upon herself to make a plan for when her and her daughter are trying to escape and mm-hmm. just, like, integrate into the regular society. So she speaks another language with a boater man. Of course. Who at first I thought was also from the future, but Wasn't then... It, he was Russian? Is that what she said in the beginning? Yeah. But Are then, you Russian? But then it just seems like he was speaking another language. I'm like, oh, they're from yeah. the future, and this is a future language. I'm like, no, you just... 
need to develop your ear and this is probably a regular language. So she tells the guy, she, she beats up a bunch of these guys who are in the shady business of procuring documents for people who don't have them. And she tells them that she has money. And they go, where'd you get it? And she goes, the, <laughs> the bank. bank. And he's Duh. like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, Reese apparently doesn't have a limit on her ATM card because no. her ATM card are her hands. She just ripped that thing wide open and <laughs> took all the money. Which, when I was little and my mom would go to the ATM, I was like, <clears throat> why don't you just take out as much as you can? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> I thought it was free cash. And then you learn, you get older, and it's all sad it's news. all sad yeah. news. But for her, it is. So... I guess uh, I guess little Leia has a lot to look forward to, just ripping open right? ATMs for the rest of time. I know. She said it so when he was like, you're going to need a lot of money. She's, eh, it's not a problem. And we're like, it really isn't, clearly. It's really not. Nothing's a problem no, when you she have can superhuman strength. Anything. So meanwhile, Dr. Sophie meets up with Craig, tells him what she suspects or what's going on, that Leia is well. He's like, Wow. That's amazing. So she's cured from that disease. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and he dismisses her. So she's yeah. obviously devastated because she can't go back to the lab and get her things. But she she's obviously still tries. knows that Apex is responsible. Right. Yeah. But she doesn't know this guy's from the future. So she unfortunately had to spill the beans to him and tell him what was going on. She drives back to the camp, tries to get in. They won't let her in. The labs are closed. She has no chance to get that magical blood. Really disappointing, especially since she could really use it right now. She could use it more than ever. So when, okay, when she first started having her little physical breakdown in the car, what did you think was going on? Did you know it was the heart thing? I mean, when she started reaching for her pills, I did, but I feel like it was so on set. And also, we knew she had a heart problem, but we didn't know what it was. So I didn't know how serious it was, if it's, maybe it's like stress related. So the dismissal and everything going on with Reese just brought it on, but yeah. Yeah. I thought at first she got poisoned by Craig. Oh, okay. You really... (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm like, well, she knows too much. Yeah. She somehow is working with the Apex. Like, that's what I would think if I was Mm -hmm. Craig. And obviously they're all bloodthirsty, those people from the future, so... Yeah, I thought yeah. he was trying I mean, to kill her. I'm like, a- I don't know how he would have done it. Maybe he had a special potion not that he can just reach. like <sighs> breathe in her mouth <laughs> and then she inhales it and then she's poisoned and she dies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then it was clear once she was reaching for her pills that yeah. it was her heart. So I, in my notes when that happened, I, w- I wrote, Dr. Sophie is dead AF. Uh, but yeah, it turns out she was wasn't. <laughs> she's not okay, though. She's not okay. And you know, for how fast it looked like she was going down the road, that crash into the mountain it was, real, was real low impact. <laughs> she probably did her own stunt for that yeah, one. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, clear. I mean, if her heart condition didn't kill her, it's clear why the crash didn't. So, she ends up in a hospital. She's looking at the numbers. The doctor comes in. She's like, Sophie, do you want me to tell you what's going on? She's like, I know. It's not good. Yeah. So, she's realizing... You know. So I'd like some more details on what the right. heart condition is. Oh, you really know what? Is. And we missed the call. So we, we didn't talk about the call between oh, her yes. and Reese, how she told her. The stress inducer, I think. Right. She said, Reese, like, they're not letting me go back to the to the lab. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to do See, the handoff with Sophie. This part makes with, me. Not Sophie. I'm Sophie. With Leia. Yeah. This is the one part, because some people in the chat are saying that they don't like Reese because she only cares about her and her daughter, which I get. And this part I was upset about, too, because 
Sophie, even after, was like, you hey, could, could you me. save me? And she's like, no. And I was like, come on. <laughs> but, but hopefully that changes. I feel like maybe, maybe yeah, she'll help her. I think also she knows that saving her is a liability. Mm-hmm. Because the more people and she literally has one. ties to, if she literally has a blood tie to mm-hmm. Sophie, then she's leaving a pretty bad blood trail. And I think everything she's doing <laughs> is for Sophie, obviously. So. Right. She's looking out for number one, which is her daughter. So she's reacting as a mother would, but... Everything she does is for Leia. Yeah. I see. Yeah, totally. I mean, it makes sense, her her number mm-hmm. one priorities to get her little girl out of there. Um, but yeah, that was tough. Yeah. So she's not dead, and then by the end, it seems that Reese is getting the passport. So her plan yeah. is, is going... And some guns. Passports, what does she have pl- I mean, guns to help ease the process of getting... How is she going to protect Leia when she has to be kicking people's asses all the time? Yeah, and where are they going to (laughs) go? I don't know. (laughs) And I wonder how they survive together in the future, 150 years from now. Mm -hmm. Like, how did they survive without other people? Separate for so long and Mm -hmm. un. Unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Any more flashbacks? We need. Yeah, I think she just forwards. hid in the flash forwards. I think she just hid in the her apartment or home or wherever. Right. Their Whatever little, they had. Those their days. little bubbles. <laughs> she just their chilled space in there, bubbles. Homeschooled. Uh, <laughs> so, a lot of you really love this show. Yes. It's been so nice interacting with you. Tanya makes us this beautiful graphic every week. We are talking to all of you in the chat. We so appreciate you. Yes, you you guys are great. The way you can show us your appreciation and that we can connect even more is if you go on to iTunes and you rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It gives us a little bit more clout and helps us to keep going. Of course, like we said, we do this for free, but the best way that we can make ourselves known in the podcasting community is if we have fans, and we do, and we have beautiful, amazing listeners. We love chatting with you. You guys are so great. Yeah, so just keep that conversation going in the rating section in iTunes and in the comment section in YouTube. It would mean a lot to us. I know. Make two girls' dreams come true. (laughs) Please. Please. And there's some people whose dreams didn't come true, Krista. No. That's the people involved in PhoneGate 2018. R.I.P. Phone. R.I.P. That was one uh, water incident that technology could not survive. (laughs) <laughs> uh, right? I like how he thought on his feet. He's like, he even had a nice little line. You want to be a lap dog? Well, go fetch. I was like, look at Craig with the lines. Caleb was killing it. Uh. So Caleb sees them putting up signs and bigger fences. Smart and, to yeah, wonder why. Observing. Yeah. Because they'd been told that they were working on getting them out of there. So Caleb asked to talk to Agent Wren and ask questions, but... The guard there says, basically, don't worry about it. Mm. This is for your protection. Keep to yourself. You can't talk to Agent Ren. Because she did. Because I love how none of the guards, we haven't seen their reaction, being like, where is she? Why isn't yeah, she Yeah, why back does yet? nobody care that Where's she's just disappeared? <laughs> I'm sure, like, Craig Lindor, as everyone knows him in the chat, um, <laughs> he's probably said something to him, like, hey, she's on leave <laughs> Right. She's moved on. I'm surprised that no, that hasn't be been mentioned. I get that there's a lot of ground to cover, but I feel as if one of my co- if if one of my coworkers or my boss someone just would say suddenly something? stopped showing up to work or if someone new would have brought been brought in to oversee yeah. everything. I don't know. It would get I mentioned just, it's a question. Potentially. Yeah. So, maybe we will get that answer in the next few weeks. But 
Caleb, so that's what's going on with Caleb. Hannah and Marshall are having phone dates and they're talking. Marshall loves the ukulele. They're legit having phone dates. He's playing her music. Yeah. She's chatting along, like on a bunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is some And it's girl. pretty brazen, the yeah. way they're talking. It's not like she's trying to hide it. She's fully Mm-mm. on the phone. I would at least hide under a blanket or something. <laughs> so that's happening. Then the the brosive friend of Marshall is apparently a genius coder, and he posts a ton of photos of the prisoners to a website. But the bro, before he posts the photos, is like, yo, Marshall, is she is worth, it worth it? it? And Typical. then Marshall's like, duh, and presses enter, and all of them post like, to the internet. That's such your, like, y- typical bro moment. Yeah. Is she worth it, dude? Better yes. be worth it. She's a lot of trouble. Also, we don't know their relation or how, why she was told to trust him, so you two better be careful. What if he's like her great-great-grandfather or some kind of relation? I think that's what it is. Somebody like, from the you guys chat need wrote to chill. that a few, a few ago, and uh, and I, I I think that is what's going on. I mean, for on. their case, I hope not. because you, Cause, Did you see the previews for next as, week? Oh, no. I oh. didn't, because I rewatched on Hulu this morning. Okay. Uh-oh. What well, was it good? Save it. Tell me in predictions. I'll, I'll tell you in predictions. Mm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything They're I totally know. They're totally related, aren't they? I don't. No, no. Oh. That was that was not revealed. Okay. But something <laughs> happened that if they are related, it's very awkward. Oh darn. Okay, <laughs> I get it. So, anyway, now that we're done talking in code, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Craig gets a scary email, basically saying that all these photos are out there and that they're holding these people hostage, and they find out that there's a phone because all these photos have been taken. And also, side note on that goose hunt for the phone. When um, what's the agent's name? I think it's Roy. Roy, the one that originally was kind of flirting with Hannah. Put her in the trunk. Yeah, when he comes in and she's the one with the phone. The way she like plays him off, just he she gets him angry and he's like fine and forgets he's got to search the bed in the rest of the room. I'm like, go Hannah. Yeah, and also he's an idiot. Oh yeah, he's so he bad at finding things. Him. Yeah. He's so bad at finding things. He doesn't know when someone's in his trunk. He doesn't know that you have to search more than one closet when you're doing a complete search out of a room. So many mistakes. He didn't do a pat down, which thank you, because female guard, please. Thank you very much. (laughs) We are not looking for any harassment today. But yeah, he sucks at his job. But he's real cute. Yeah, Hannah was quick on her feet. She's like, I know how to push his button and get him out of here. She's like, what did you trust me? (laughs) Are you going to pat me down? And he's like, ugh. Bye, Hannah. (laughs) Him yeah. and the bro, Marshall's bro, should hang out. Right? I feel like they'd be best friends. Oh, yeah. Maybe they are. Ugh. Maybe they are. They could be. Maybe they're in they, cahoots. They should be. <gasps> what a twist. <laughs> oh, the bro and the guard are besties. Uh, yeah, his bro's something, too. Marshall really surrounds himself with the best kind of people. He really does. Ugh. Quite a keeper. <laughs> so Marshall and the bro talk about the internet, and they're like, oh, my God. They're they're covering things up. They started saying that this wasn't really what happened. And meanwhile, we flash to the camp, and it's Rebecca, Caleb, Hannah, and was there anyone else at the table with them? Uh, no, but sitting behind them was Thomas doing. He's our new creeper. Damn it, Thomas! It's like Thomas is doing the lurking for Luke. Lurking Thomas. You know what? Okay, I, I watched a show with my boyfriend. He pointed out something really yeah. interesting about Thomas. Thomas looks just like the guy who played the paralyzed guy in the movie where Helen Hunt has sex with him. Oh, he does. Yeah. Younger That's version. That's a very interesting acknowledgement to make. Yeah. So, 
Like, out of all the people you could have said he looked like, he was like, that's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah, and when we we pulled up a picture, he really does. So check that out after the show. Stay focused on us yes. right now. We're with you. We're here. We love you. But after the show, check that out because it's mm. pretty uncanny. So they're in the cafeteria. Thomas is sitting behind them. And guess sister friend doesn't know how to turn the phone on silent, which makes sense because she's from the future. Ugh. Who knows how they even communicate then? <laughs> But it vibrates. Seems kind of basic when you have this thing that the whole camp's looking for. You make sure it's not on loud. Yeah. Or like bury it. All of these mistakes. Well, I just feel it. like we're making a lot of mistakes that could save a lot of behinds. Yeah. A lot of you know rookie mistakes. They need Krista and I in there being <laughs> team captains. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, hey. Look like you're from 2018. <laughs> Come on. Get it together. Get it together. Uh, Pull yourself together. So the phone vibrates. They think they averted the issue because... Rebecca coughed a lot to cover it up, yeah. right? But a phone vibration is pretty uncanny. It was like you can't too. Yeah. yeah. You can't really cover that up so well. As much as but you again, cough. We've realized our officers aren't the smartest bunch. They're so. not. But unfortunately, our fellow friends, Thomas. our fellow migrant yeah. migrants. I said migrate. My migrant. Is that a word? Um, but our fellow uh future migrants are. Mm-hmm. And Thomas did hear it. Um Later on, Caleb is on the phone in the woods, and he gets caught. And, you know, again, Caleb is a smart guy. He's interesting. He's, I he's know. really strong. On that, a lot of people in the chat before were saying they want to know more about his backstory. Because I do too. we Because we get so much badassery. I just made that word up, I think, <laughs> from him. But that's all I can – every time he comes out, he's such – I feel like he's a stand-up dude. To at least he like really cares about all these people and he wants them. They went through a lot, but and he's also got these skills on the side that he whips yeah. out to side really skills. intimidate people. And I'm like, I want to know more about him and what he did. I want his fast flash forwards. Now that mm-hmm. I would be very, yes. very. I mean, I think flash forwards in general. I don't. We haven't seen enough of them. I yet, agree. But I would be really interested because they see have Caleb's. the storyline with the daughter, him and Rebecca, that they lost. She was one of the ones that, when they said the Apex took a few that had promising aspects to them, were mm-hmm. good at certain skills, and their daughter was one of them. So I'm like, I want to see all that. Right. I yeah, I think him and Hannah, all of those, pretty much mm-hmm. all the people that we've met from the future, from that group, would be interesting. Yeah. I also wonder what um, the the guy who is married to the woman from the first migration is up to right now. Oh, yeah. Because we haven't heard from him since he yep. drew the picture. Paul? Anyway. Was was that our guy? I think it was Paul. Paul. That feels right. Mm -hmm. That does feel right. So back to this storyline that we're talking about. So Caleb's on the phone in the woods. He gets caught. Caleb lays down the law and tells the agent to go fetch. So that's an iconic moment we were talking about where he just goes ahead and does a wind up and tosses that phone in the lake and says, You could tell they thought about it. Get your phone, buddy. (laughs) Fetch. They're like, you're right. I am a lap dog. Mm Mm-hmm. So it turns out. Thomas is a snitch, mm. and Caleb is not going to take it. Also, Thomas figured that out, or Thomas, Caleb figured that out real quick. Yeah. He was like, I know who it was. It's a little... BRB. Eyes popped out of his head when he heard the, <laughs> the phone ringing, so yeah, it makes sense. But in that moment, I mean, I didn't know what he was going to do. I didn't think he was going to kill him. Although, as the conversation went on, I thought it was a possibility, mm. but... Mm-hmm. He says, okay, so I'm going to do two things. I'm not going to kill you, and you're not going to tell anyone I did this. 
crunch. <laughs> breaks his kneecaps. Caleb is awesome at breaking legs. <laughs> yeah. That's what I found out. That's my top takeaway from the episode. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Really uh, good at it. Kudos. Kudos oh, to you. Oh, we got... Uh, Lethal West Coast has got a new hashtag for us. Either Thomas the Traitor or Thomas Two-Face. I like Thomas Two-Face because it sounds more like Thomas Two-Face. Yes. Great job. <laughs> How about hashtag Thomas looks just like the guy from the movie where the, the man who's paralyzed has sex there with you Helen go. That's Hunt. a mouthful of a Great hashtag. hashtag. <laughs> Let's get that trending. We should just get the actor's name. That would be better. Yeah. So many names, though. It's true. So that was our overall episode these are our topics was there anything else any impressions you had any thoughts to wrap up our episode let, recap let me see um i don't know i feel like we kind of pretty much hit everything if anyone in the chat has anything else i mean i can do a couple shout outs real quick since you guys oh, yeah are, let's do a quick shout out to our best you. friends i mean we just said lethal west coast i'm you always come through with the hashtags um who else we got? Cassandra Sellers, Mark Bauer. I think he's here a lot too. I've seen him in chats before. I've seen you in terror chat. He's a busy dude. <laughs> Tanya Lindsay, she's our girl on Twitter. Who yes, Tanya. Ivan Stephen Soto. Otten. Yes, Stephen Otten. The Sessions. Thank you. Yes, that is the name of the movie. <laughs> here we go. Let's see. Yes, you guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so, I I feel as if, unfortunately. Lurker updates may have to come to a close this week. I know. Week. We're so sad to tell you. We're so sad to tell you. We're sad to live it as well because it was really a pleasure and an honor to get to know Luke <laughs> the Lurker. But but we've checked IMBD and he's only credited for two episodes, so we're thinking he's not going to show his face. He's not going to be doing much more lurking. No, it seems he's lurked to another camp. <laughs> he's lurked out of this He show. found a way to make it out of there. God yeah. bless him. He did it. He did it so He's well. He lurked right out of there. So good. So we were talking about top comedic moment because usually the show is pretty serious. It sticks mm-hmm. to serious stuff. But was there a top moment for you that made you chuckle? I mean, <laughs> the phone probably when he was like, "Are you a lap do- or you are a lap dog?" So yeah. go fetch. And you could tell they were like, oh, "Darn it!" <laughs> and Greg was like, "Yeah." Or Caleb, and they didn't even do anything with him after. They're just like, well, go go back to what you were doing, guys. So I was like, that was funny. And also, no, also what was probably funnier for me is how oblivious Roy is when it comes to Hannah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, how he just left without checking anything like, oh, else. Okay, bye. Guess she doesn't like me. <laughs> Jeez. Great impression. What about for you? I think that the moment where it was like, I've got money, I got it from a bank, and then it's just a scene of like, what the hell happened here, guys, of these people milling around this split open ATM. <laughs> that was a funny moment to me. So yes. I have to really hand it to that ATM that was split open. Excellent comedic mm. timing. Yes. So what was your top shocker of the week? What I wrote down was probably Caleb busting Thomas's kneecap. Yeah, that was insane. I was like, he's got skill. I know he talks about the skill he has, but seeing it in action, I was like, yeah, you're a boss. So that was my shocker. I think I had a few. I mean, this one wasn't top shocker, but yeah, it was none of shocking. Them were like, oh my goodness. But re-speaking another language that was a good no one. effort. And I think that that goes into our prediction. Apex dictionary. Or, yeah, or, or, <laughs> yeah, definitely into our Apex Dictionary. But our, our idea that they have information downloaded from every time period Mm. that they just know more um things that we 
as normal people would have to sit down and learn, they can either learn really fast or maybe there's even like computer particles in their brain. I don't know what's going it's on, very tr- but they're yeah. clearly of superior intelligence. Um, and that was interesting for me because that moment further proved that. And I think also that Jude was a pill popper. I just yeah, didn't see was, that one coming. You know, that was yeah. surprising. Didn't see that one coming. He seems like a clean guy. And I love guy. how they just threw it in there and they're like, but he's clean now. And I'm like, wait, oh, okay. Yeah. When did he go to rehab? <laughs> all right. I mean, he has a lot going on, but sure. Does that actor remind you at all of Michael J. Fox? A little bit. He reminds me just just so much of Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. He's got an essence. Ooh. So, do we want to get to news and gossip? Yeah, I've got a little, a little tidbit. TV news. So, speaking of the actor that plays um, Jude, his name is Steve Zahn, and he usually doesn't play, like, um, very authoritative roles. Mm-hmm. So, his fans, when he got cast as this, and they've been watching, for me, I was I think he does it great. Yeah, he and does. so do the producers, but most fans <laughs> don't see him as an authoritative figure and he said that he had a baby face is like actually what he said and so as he aged, he kept getting the same roles and he was playing like the hippie or the younger guy and he also had kids and him and his wife and his two kids, they like live in a farm in Kentucky. So he was turning down a lot of roles. He's from Minnesota. Yeah, and then they moved. They're like he's all Midwest, like Aww. I want to live on a farm. And yeah, so he wanted to watch his kids grow up, so he kept turning down roles. And he's 49 now, so he He looks amazing. Yeah, I was... That's what I'm saying, baby face. Yeah. I would not have guessed that, but... So he's like, so I took this one on, I... It came across my desk, and I thought that it was just this normal guy, because he said he's usually not into sci-fi pictures or anything like that, so he read this as just a guy from a small town who cares a lot about his town, and this weird thing just happened to him, and that's how he played it, and... Because it's kind yeah. of like his story. He's a guy from mm-hmm. a small town, and this weird thing exactly. happened to him acting. So, yeah. He's just trying to be a, a family man. So that's wow. my little tidbit this week on our guy Jude. Oh, Jude. Jude the dude. Jude the dude and Steve, is it Zahn? Mm-hmm, I think so. Steve Zahn. They relate to each other. Yeah. Love it. Both small town dudes. Should we do some predictions? And now, you're after Buzz TV. Lethal West Coast is saying hashtag Jude the Junkie doesn't work for me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh hashtag in. Jude the Junkie. Oh, Pill Poppin came after his yeah, partner's so right? he was stressed. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. I mean, I think a lot of, just to take a serious note, a lot of addiction in this country... Leads from something. Yeah, leads yeah. from something traumatic. traumatic. Like a lot of people get addicted to Xanax when they're going through a traumatic moment in their mm-hmm. life or painkillers when they were in a moment of serious physical yeah. pain. So I totally get it. No judgment. It was just, it was shocking based on how we see him today. And I'm interested if they'll do more flashbacks to show how he got clean. That would be nice. But yeah. So, Mm -hmm. well, for my prediction, I actually, so I think that Reese might come through. I actually think she is going to come through and heal um, Dr. Sophie. I don't know if she's going to do it herself or Sophie's going to get the blood sample, I don't, but somehow she's going to heal her, and I think that she might end up being the start of Apex, Sophie, because if they use her blood to heal her, that cures her from diseases, and maybe then they find out what Apex is really capable of, and that's kind of what gets the movement started on creating these people, because their blood can literally cure all diseases. Yeah, so. see, that's why I thought that Craig guy was going to kill her, because mm-hmm. they were trying to stop, stop the people yeah. who started Apex. And I thought, well, she's in the lab. Because then fiddling. you think, how did it start? They yeah. haven't found something out. So maybe 
them coming back is what starts it. Right. And one thing we didn't discuss is in the Sophie scenes, she has a moment where she's looking in the microscope and looking at the blood mm-hmm. and seeing what it does. And she goes, it's absolutely remarkable. Yeah. She's sh- shocked. She knows yeah. that it's truly, truly special. Amazing. Yeah. So I was thinking in that moment, well, wow, like Craig is definitely going to kill her because she's seeing this blood and she wants to do something with it. So I think yeah. that's. That's very Something possible. Like and it the, could I start think, a war. I, it, yeah, or at least it's going to lead more people onto that this apex is here and what, how incredible some of their features are. Definitely. What about you? I hope that we see something about Agent Wren in the next episode or two. I mean, she on IMDb is listed to be in all episodes. Yeah, she's in a lot more. So. so interesting. Hopefully, she's alive. Unless they just show her in flashbacks. But yeah, more is developing with. Um, Marshall and Hannah, for sure. I saw that in the preview. Ooh. So I predict Ooh. we're going to find out something awkward about them. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, that would be so awkward. Yeah, I wonder how that would work bloodline-wise, because I know you, like, I would never do this, but I know you can date your third cousin. Like, I wonder <laughs> if it's your great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> Is that illegal? I think that's going to mess up your timeline a bit. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I think there's a lot of interesting things that are unfolding. Oh, I really hope we get some flash forwards with Kayla. Sorry to interrupt. They say, Ivan said that they took her name off starring Billing. So she might be dead, but then she, why is she still credited in so many episodes? Maybe it's flashbacks that they've already taped. Oh. I wonder. That's, yeah, Man, that's like, curious. I feel like they should have shown her fully die mm. i'm so sad i was really holding out for the fact also that she's can still we alive. like close that up then so we yeah, aren't here can... wondering yeah i hope they do yeah. if, if she is fully dead let's see let's look at we're, we're on the imdb page now i'm scrolling unless imbd is just getting really good at what they do and they're trying to trick us maybe but you know what they're right she's pretty low on the list she's low on the list okay yeah ouch all right, well, that's still TBD. But it says seven episodes, so at least we'll get to see that actress again, most yeah. likely. There we go. There's something to look forward to. Or at least what happened to her, like yeah, how the I'd events like a unfolded. Full, yes, a full story of, I, I'd like closure. I'd like everybody acknowledging she's gone. I think we all need gone, closure, or we're going to. dead. Yes. What are we going to do from here? A memorial service yeah. would be nice. And I hope we see more of Kayla. Which I think we will because Jude's on that case. He's right. following it hard and we know how determined that little bugger is. So I think he'll close it out for us in yeah. some way. Good old Judy. Yes. So I think that's it for this week. Do you feel good? I do feel good. Do you feel good. confident and yes. satisfied? Great. Well, mm-hmm. Crossing fans, we love you. We feel good about you. We appreciate you. And Krista, where can they find you on the internet if they want to talk to you this week about yes, the show? Yes, you guys can find me all over at Krista Flengy. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Lauren Lograsso. And I'll be doing a music show on Saturday, Ooh. May 26th at Bar Lubitsch at 7.30. Come on down, playing my original music. Come on down. And I'm playing a cover by Get This. Nikki Minaj. Stop it. I thought you were going to say Heartbreak Demi Lovato for I, a second. I, Can you add that I in? I forgot what I was going to say for like 0. 0.5 seconds, so that was a look of horror on my face. Oh, I was okay. like, uh, Nikki Minaj. But it's really cool. It's fun to interpret a rap song and make it into a melody. So oh. I'm excited to share that with you. Thank you for joining us. Join us yes, again next thank Tuesday. You guys. Keep in touch throughout the week and stay tuned to After Buzz. Bye.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.